Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Welcome back. Uh, fourth and final hour. Man, this day is flying by. And uh, we are monitoring Channel 9. Of course, they're doing uh, Super Bowl stuff down in Vegas. They sent 15 people yeah. to Vegas. Chris just landed and uh, Good Lord. was showing me the setup down there. And I think it's raining. It's cold. I'm not complaining. Uh, but, you know, it's work. Dan, you know this. You've covered these two. I, cover, I covered a Final Four um, in New Orleans. And let me tell you, for the people working in Vegas, it's going to be similar to my coverage in New Orleans where you are stone sober, mm-hmm. exhausted, mm-hmm. and surrounded by things that smell like vomit and bad adult choices. And you're working the event. Oh, so God. you're, you're uh, I- covering it. And then you have to work after the event. Yep. I think your final four would have been in 2003. because We lost to uh, the orange team. Syracuse. Because I covered the final four the year prior yeah. uh, when KU, I think, lost to Maryland, uh, the eventual champion that year, in Atlanta. And I know exactly what you're talking about. It is – I'll never do it again. It, it sounds – it sounds like a lot yeah. of fun. You, hey, we're going to the final four. You get some cute pictures. woo And then I, you get down there and you're like, oh, it was – 5 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., yep. all day, all into the night, because then you've got to do a 10 hit, and then it's right back the next day. And the problem is, in a Vegas or a New Orleans, is everyone is wasted. stinking, wasted, yeah. well, they drunk. In, they were drunk in Atlanta. And, and we were on Bourbon Street for a couple of those hits. It smelled so bad. Like, See, all of the worst smells you can come up with on one street that night. You guys have done it. You don't like it. If I were given the opportunity, I would, you jump, would jump on it in a split second. And you think you would, Sam. You would say, oh, my God, that was such an interesting experience. And you do have fun and you do get access yeah. and you do get to meet amazing people that you would otherwise never get to meet. Mm-hmm. But it is work. It's you are almost working like, there. It's almost like the security personnel they have on the field yeah. that are watching the people in the stands. They can't turn around and just watch the game. I would. miss all that. I'd be a terrible security guard at a game. (laughs) I'll tell you this, though, Sam, because I've I've covered a Final Four, uh, two convention, uh, political conventions, and it is interesting. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's interesting as hell. And when you're a young reporter, and I was at the time, it's exciting um, because you're there. I think I would love the fast-paced nature of it. You know, here's something funny. When, When I covered the... Eric Bushman and I went to the Democratic Convention in Denver in 2008. And there were, you know, there were a lot of celebrities. There were a lot of celebrities at the Republican one, too, but not as many. 
as you can imagine. Um, but I remember I met John Legend. I met George Stephanopoulos. Uh, all these famous people were swinging by. Melissa Etheridge was there. We were on Radio Row, and I didn't interview her, but I saw her in the concourse, and I got a picture with her, and I posted it on Facebook back then. Oh, I'm Martin Luther King III. I met him, got a picture with him. Um, and But it was this woman, and I posted like a collage of photographs on Facebook at the time. I was shocked at how many people, this was the most commented on photo I took. It was Marlena, Marlena. from Days of Our Lives. <laughs> People were beside themselves. <laughs> you got to see Marlena. That, that I got a picture with Marlena. I don't even know her real was name. Was she possessed at the time? No, no, she wasn't. In a love triangle? By the way, that's when I gave up on Days of Our Lives. Yeah. When when she got the possessed in her. Yeah, and then John Black died and came back as a different person. And God, What how, are you guys talking about? Days of Our Lives. I was addicted. Okay. Dude, I told. Have I never told? I used to craft my college schedule at KU. Oh, I know. Around the days of our lives, so I could get back to my dorm at noon to watch it's it. It's something nerd. And he still tells that story. I don't. I would never tell anyone that. <laughs> that line. I planned any part of my life around a soap opera. You guys could always send Sam to cover the, the Super Bowl. Well, we're sending Dana. Sorry, Sam. We've already we've already got a show member headed. And to here's the, Super the deal. Bowl. But I'm is she going to work it or is she going to watch it? I, I'm not. It. Are you? Do right. you know so me at all? We're not get working any correspondent in? No, stuff. you are not. We'll, we'll be lucky. Dana's on Dana time. Listen, listen bro. And, and, hey, uh, keep... and now we're going to our live Vegas correspondent. Here's Dana. Uh, yeah, hit. No, Crickets. hold. Hit. Hold. Oh, I lost. Hey, keep, keep an eye on Channel Nine because uh, Brian Busby's got the word today that he's got to get into his weather forecast, and it's flea flicker. So keep an eye on on Channel Nine. We'll try to do that live if we can. Um, where were we? I, there was something I was going to say. I can't remember what it was. That I'm not calling in. <laughs> oh, oh I, th- thank you. That's what it was. Uh, we're sending Dana to the Super Bowl. Well, she's sending herself. If we get five minutes of telephone time with her on Monday, I'll be impressed. Well, you'll be back by Monday, right? No. No. No, no Dan. The game's the day before. The one-way flights back on Monday were $1,000 <laughs> For a one-way flight back. Yeah. And they get yeah. cheaper the longer you stay, but then you need a hotel room. And so I'm staying through Tuesday, and they drop to about $600. Grab a car Yeah, but drive. what you're spending in hotel, I, I don't I don't care. Take the time off. Yeah. You've earned it. But um, what you're spending in a hotel. The hotel's free. Oh. I don't pay for lodging. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You're shacking up with Chris. Yep. And Carrie. I, I have, yeah. Smart play. Okay. I will try to call in on Monday. I cannot <laughs> promise you I will be sober. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, uh, Sam, let's go to this break early because they're still going crazy over Chiefs coverage on Channel 9, and then they're going to break right now too, and we'll try to uh, mix our broadcast together and hear Brian Busby. So we'll do a quick break here. And then we will get to Brian Busby and see if he can get Flea Flicker into his weather forecast here on Dana Parks. Get to the weather already. Who cares about the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl? I want to see if he can get Flea Flicker into his weather forecast. Scott literally just walked in here, shook his head, said, 
this show is so stupid and sat down. <laughs> you cannot stop laughing. Well, I'm in here looking like we're going to, you know, miss a FIFA announcement. Like, I'm coming back now. I'm coming and back now. Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> And of course, they go to another stinking Super Bowl story. I mean, the, I don't care about that. Find that again, Sam. Oh, here he goes. Here he goes. Dallas. Oh. <laughs> go, 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 go. Dallas. I wish we had submitted that for some sort of breaking news award as a joke. And in the breaking won. news category, top twenty-five markets, <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> I wish to God, because I was in Jamaica when that happened. You know what else? I've never played that for Kathy Nelson. I have got oh, to play that. She will die ever. laughing. Because I, I trust me, she was busy on that day when they made the uh, host city's announcements. I, I would have come back. If I knew oh. that that mistake was going to happen on this show, I would have come home it from It wasn't ba- my mistake. I was like. Well, can we just dump out of the ads? And Sam was like, whoa, 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 Busby is on set. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Go, go, go. He's in Dallas. every commercial. Mahomes and Kelsey are giving him a run <laughs> for the money. They are. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. That's true. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks. We'll see you guys in a bit. That's yeah. a good point, Lara. Appreciate it. Well, the brother in Vegas, we see that Lara is all bundled up. Yeah. How is it this weekend? It still looks like comparing Kansas City to Vegas. They're at 49. Do you believe that? We're at 62. Something is just not right here with plenty of sunshine and partly cloudy skies out in Vegas. Those folks who are heading out there, 51 on Friday, Saturday 54, and the actual day itself, 53 degrees, of course, inside the dome would be near 70 and mostly clear. Staying here in Kansas City, we're warmer, at least on Friday. Slight chance of maybe a shower passing, Saturday 49, and a slight chance of rain and or snow, depending on how long it lasts on Sunday, and a high then of 43 degrees, closer to normal. Pretty much a clean slate that we have going on right now. No clouds and 62 degrees with a west to southwest wind at 17 with a gust of 25 miles an hour. Low humidity at only about 38%. Winds are still the issue, still gusty. 22 mm. miles an hour St. Joseph as well as Atchison. 15 mile an hour breeze as you're heading into Lawrence. 19 in Sedalia, 14 miles an hour. Just updated. So they're starting to calm down a little bit, but not quite there. We've had gusts higher than that. 20, 30, even 40 miles per hour. Temperature-wise, 62 in Kansas City, 64 out toward Marshall, 64 out in Ottawa, as well as Lawrence, 50s as you're heading toward Hiawatha. Hour-by-hour forecast, we go from 61 degrees in the next hour with that southwest wind at 16. But notice how the numbers do decrease, as do the temperatures. 58 at 7, 55 by 8 o'clock, and lower 50s by 10 p.m. As mentioned, we are dry, and tomorrow morning we start off near 40 degrees, a little bit cooler than it was this morning, 68 in Leavenworth, or that's 38 degrees in Leavenworth, 37 in Trenton, 39 in Butler, 40 for Warrensburg, and 37 out toward Ottawa. Here's a 12-hour forecast. Still going to be pretty warm tomorrow. 64-year high. Winds calmer south at around 10 miles an hour. Here comes that chance of showers. Not going to be widespread. Take a look at our highs across the region. Definitely 50s and 60s. Still pretty warm for this time of year. Take a look at First Alert Future Scan along with me. Not a widespread rain event. If anything, it's like a flea flicker. Just a few showers here and there, but nothing is too widespread. Nothing is very long-lasting. And don't get your hopes up if you want some of that. Yeah, baby! <laughs> the smile on his face after he dropped yeah, it. Yeah, did you see that? Mm-hmm. Ear to ear. He, he was laughing. He was laughing. <laughs>
Man, he made us wait for it, too. Boy, he wanted to make sure we got the entire oh forecast on there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can you play that back? Preparing it now. Okay. Thank, thank you. He is the greatest. Man alive. He's the he, goat. he is the goat. Oh, that's going to be great. <laughs> I don't even remember how he used it. I don't either. I was just sitting here. I'm like, he's not going to get it in. Take a look at First Alert Future Scan along with me. Not a widespread rain event. If anything, it's like a flea flicker. Just a few stars <laughs> here and there, but nothing is too there widespread. <laughs> this show is so <laughs> Stupid. Take a look at First Lord Future Scan along with me. Not a widespread rain event. If anything, it's like a flea flicker. Just a few stars here and there, but nothing is too... Uh, <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. All right. From the New York Post, a dog let out of its crate by its owner left a smelly mess on a United Airlines flight. Here we go. That forced unlucky passengers to suffer on board. Travelers had departed from Portland en route to Denver. Claim that a woman's chihuahua was behind the chaos when she let the small pup out of its crate. Gross! Uh, at some point during the flight on Monday, one man identified himself only as Nick. Recounted passengers were hit with a nasty poop smell that forced one pregnant lady sitting directly behind the madness to hit the call button for flight attendant uh, assistance. Uh, looking oh, around, you know it's bad when you're hitting the button for help. <laughs> man, I'm suffocating. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Passenger Nick also said he heard the dog's owner possibly foreshadow the disaster. Quoting here from Nick, she mentioned earlier when I was first seated that she hadn't taken it to the bathroom during the airport. Gross! I think they have relief centers, so it probably was Wait, cooped up in the cage the I'm going to stop time. you right there. You know that even our airport, and I just got back from, um, where did I lay over? Hang on, hang on. One was in Atlanta and one was in Charlotte. All of the airports had pet disposal waste stations. That's how common it is to mm -hmm. fly with your animals now. That's how crazy so we have if, become. If, if you, if, uh, I have been to both Charlotte and to Atlanta's airport. They both have them. D does KCI have have a dog yes. poo poo station? Yes, with the fake I mean, astroturf. The new terminal has everything. So. Yeah, I, I, I just I never take my dog to the airport, so I never pay attention. I'm just trying to get to my gate. Um, Did I tell you on one of my flights hmm. there was a drug dog? Two, pardon me, two, and they looked like. People that were with, like, military police, maybe. I don't think they were um, narcotics officers. Right. It looked like they were in, like, fatigues with their dogs. So some sort of, like, counterterrorism. I'm not sure what it was. but have been, like, Homeland very, Security or something. Very official. Yeah, okay. Um, so legit needed to have the dogs to get from point A to point B. Needed to have the dogs on the plane. Why is it whenever I see a drug dog, my immediate nervous? thought is... I don't think I have any black tar heroin in my bag, but like, but you know, when they come and they yeah. sniff around you, you know, don't pet, dog is working. I always get nervous. Like, I don't, what, do I have a poppy have, muffin have, have in there? Ever, have you ever triggered one of those dogs? No. I have. Oh, I would die. I have. I would just fall down and die. So we, uh, this would, would have been in 2018. My mom took my brother's family and my family down to Turks and Caicos. You remember? I do remember this. And we were flying back from Turks and Caicos. We were in Charlotte. And we had just collected our bags. We were getting ready to go through customs and then come back to Kansas City. We're sitting there with our bags. I don't know, maybe my brother or my mom or somebody had to run to the restroom or whatever. Yeah. This lady, you know, clearly works for the airport. She's got a badge on and everything, is walking around with this little dog. These things have the greatest noses. You know, a dog's nose is 500 times stronger than a human's. Right, which is why I don't want them and so up by my bags. Th this dog. It's not like well, you can be like, well, I, I'm sure this is a bad drug well, dog. I, I know it wasn't my brother who was in the bathroom because he said something right after it. This dog comes over to my suitcase 
and just, and the lady goes, um, sir. And my brother looks at me and goes, what have you done? <laughs> and I said, I haven't done anything. It wasn't drugs. You know what he smelled? I know. Coral. Yep. I had grabbed some, coral I had, thief. I had grabbed some coral off the beach, not knowing that it's illegal to take it out of Turks and Caicos and bring it into the United States. You're supposed you you can bring shells and sand. Yeah. You cannot bring coral. Why are you but, violating international but law? That dog smelled coral in and, and keep in mind the coral was inside a plastic bag. Oh god, so now they're pulling your underwear co- out. Covered and- covered in sand. Oh god. Right? It, was, it was in a gigantic one of those big, you know, freezer Ziploc bags. Did you know that's what it was sniffing when they started no. Oh my I, I was uh, I oh. Would have just started confessing to everything I've done since I was twelve so years old. I didn't. I and didn't. There was that one time that I snuck out and I got caught, and then yeah. once I had sunglasses on my head so at Walmart. He, here's here's what I did. Well, first I crapped my pants, but I didn't realize that taking coral from a foreign country and bringing it into the United States was illegal. Yeah, you're going to prison. Well, I didn't go to prison, but uh, I thought what I had thought was somebody had when I wasn't looking. Slip some drugs into my suitcase. Oh, God, I and would have died. So she's like, I need you to open. She didn't tell me that this dog is a coral-sniffing dog. And I just thought, oh, my God, somebody slipped drugs into my bag. I don't even do drugs. I'm like, I'm going I'm going to go to jail. And she says, I need you to open up your suitcase. I, I'm, I'm sh- At this point, I'm shaking. And we start rifling through my, my bag. You know, here's my wetsuit, swimsuit from this morning, and here's my shorts and my T-shirt. And then she goes, let me see that bag right there. Okay. I'm like, you whatever you want. It's just sand, no cocaine. And uh, she she goes, she opens the bag and she goes, is there coral in here? And I said. Uh, okay. I go, probably. What's the problem? I said, it was on the beach. And she goes, you are not allowed to bring coral into the United Did States. Did she say it in her mom voice like yes. that? Yes. And everybody in my family is looking at me. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Oh, He's always the one that's the holdup right here. She let me keep it. Really? Really? Yep. Well, if you're not allowed to bring it into the United States, why'd she let you get it? It's probably why we have mussels and weird things in Lake Lottawana now. It's all huh? your fault. This is coral. It's a living thing. It's dead. That's why it's on the beach. Oh. Doesn't live well out of water. <laughs> Shut up, Sam. It's like- it's like if I brought back a fish that I found on the beach. You, it, it was. Then why is it illegal? They just don't want you touching the coral down at Turks. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I do believe most of the dogs at the airport are sniffing for bombs, not drugs. So as long as you're bomb free, you're good to go. Well, I was bomb free and drugs. I always wonder. Free. Every time I see that dog, I'm like, oh, God, not me, not me. Don't come over here. 913 586 7798. 586 7798. Hey, don't forget to check out the Dana and Parks podcast when you get a minute. Sam does a great job of getting that loaded up at the end of every hour. You can check out the Dana and Parks podcast. Anytime you want, anywhere you go, just go to kmbz.com. Take a look at First Alert Future Scan along with me. Not a widespread rain event. If anything, it's like a flea flicker. Just a few spots here and there, but nothing is too widespread. Nothing is very long-lasting. And don't get your hopes up if you want some of that rain. Yeah, baby! Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. So I feel like we mentioned this a few weeks ago and I was kind of puzzled. And then I just told Scott, I think there's a travel advisory for the Bahamas. And he was like, no, listen to this a couple of hours ago. And then I want Scott to talk about the story that led um, ABC News tonight. Bahamas and Jamaica today are slamming a high risk travel advisory for tourists from the United States. The Bahamian and Jamaican tourism boards are insisting the countries are still safe to tourists after the United States issued travel warnings about both Caribbean countries. The U.S. Embassy in the Bahamas has released a security warning and a travel advisory that I believe is level three, by the way, which means the island nation is currently unsafe for tourists amidst 18 murders that were primarily motivated by gang violence all in January. Now, in Jamaica, they also have a level three travel advisory. And they're telling tourists to, quote, reconsider travel, which is one level short of the most severe warning to Americans against travel altogether. Now, both island countries are going, no, 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 this is fine. This is just some gang stuff. But then what was David Muir just talking about? (laughs) So there was an incident in the Bahamas involving two women from Kentucky. And here's the story. Two moms from Kentucky are speaking out after they claim they were drugged and raped in the Bahamas on Sunday, right after the U.S. issued a travel warning for that vacation hot spot. Longtime friends Amber Shearer and Dongela Dobson say their first kid-free vacation ended with a traumatic broad daylight assault when they decided to go to the beach after the carnival cruise ship they were on docked in the Bahamas. Now they're warning other women. The moms were relaxing on a Grand Bahama beach when a resort staffer offered them a two-for-one drink deal. They took it. Uh. Um, took photos with the tropical drinks, one in a pineapple, the other in a coconut, but they soon felt like the drinks were much stronger than expected. Uh, even their loved ones back home grew concerned when the women sent back videos where they seemed to be extremely intoxicated. Uh, quoting here from Shearer, Amber Shearer, one of the two women, less than a few sips into the second drink, we knew something was wrong. Oh, no. Uh, they went to look for seashells to bring back to their kids when a male resort staffer offered to show them the best spot to find shells. But the next thing that Shearer could recall was waking up while she oh, was being God. assaulted. All right, okay, okay. Ah! Have they made an arrest? Bah- Bahamian authorities and other staffers at the resort were able to immediately identify the two men accused of the noon assault through surveillance footage. God! One of the attackers had only been employed at the resort for about a week. They have been arrested, a 40-year-old man and a 54-year-old man. Police continue to investigate. Wow. Uh, By the way, back on the cruise ship, the moms received the results of their toxicology, uh, which showed a plethora of drugs in their system, including benzos. 
They had almost no alcohol in their system. Oh, my God. So he just gave them, like, watered-down whatever and crushed up Xanax or and, something in it. And had bruising up and down their legs. Good God. Uh-huh. I don't know what their justice system is like over there, but I hope it's swift and painful. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Or slow and painful. Well, see, no, wait a minute. It's painful. I don't think this is fair, though. The, the mothers are also angry with Carnival, which they say failed to tell them about the travel advisory. Okay, I don't agree with that. The, the travel because advisory was are, issued on January 26th. Yeah, when you are traveling, it is up to you. I always check the advisory. Yeah, yeah that, 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 I, I don't think that's Carnival's fault. Mm-hmm. You know, people in the travel and tourism industry are not going to tell you, oh, don't book, there's a level three travel advisory. They're not going to tell you that. That goes against the, well, the money they're trying to make to bring people to these places, safe or not safe. They're not going to be like, hey, and by the way, did we tell you last year two women were drugged at the same resort you're staying? They're not going to do that. It's mm-hmm. up to you to check the travel advisory. Well, I mean, it's a terrible story. Oh, terrible. Terrible. All right, on to more um, uplifting things. Uh, remember the photographer that we had on the Dana and Park show who got the iconic mm-hmm. sports photo of the year. Of Patrick the, Mahomes' cracked helmet. One in a helmet. billion millisecond photo when his helmet cracked during the freezing cold game. And she even got the little piece flying off into the air, if that tells you how one in a billion seconds this shot had to be. She is now in People magazine. Really? From Taylor Swift reaction shots to dodging oncoming players, here's how photographers will be capturing the Super Bowl on Sunday. And there she is, right underneath the People magazine headline. Huh. We interviewed her, what was that, about yeah, two, three two, weeks ago? Three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that uh, goes into capturing the most compelling moments of the game, like that viral photo of Patrick Mahomes' cracked helmet during the freezing cold Kansas City game earlier this year. From getting to the game early to walk the field to dodging players who are diving nearly into them, here is what two photo pros will be doing on Super Bowl Sunday. And then here comes Emily Curiel, the photographer that they say um, caught that iconic shot. Mm-hmm. It is her first Super Bowl, and she says she's doing her best not to get too psyched out. I'm going in with the mindset of, it's just another game. But obviously, she says, it's, it's a little not. bit more amplified than that. Because remember, she just has been doing this two years. Yeah, she just Emily, graduated. Yes. She just graduated Good college. People magazine, get it on newsstands. She's in it. Uh, the five Marines that they were looking for yesterday, they sadly have learned, have died. Uh, five Marines were found dead after their helicopter went missing while traveling from Nevada to California. The aircraft uh, was located yesterday afternoon in Southern California. It was flying from Creech Air Force Base in Nevada to uh, Marine Air Station Miramar on Tuesday when the aircraft was reported overdue. Uh, The deaths were confirmed in a press release. uh, Quoting here from Major General Michael Borg-Schulte, it is with a heavy heart and profound sadness that I share the loss of five Marines uh, from the 3rd Marine Aircraft Wing. Mm -hmm. Uh, These pilots and crew members were serving a calling greater than themselves, themselves, and we're proud to do so. We will be forever grateful for their call to duty and selfless service. Their names have not when, been released. When, when a military um, craft goes down like that, is it the NTSB that investigates, or is it somebody else? I, I would, my guess would be the military would investigate that, God. not the NTSB. All right. That's just my guess. I have no idea. Uh, just saw this breaking news on Twitter, just passing it along. Uh, might get some phone calls on this. Olathe Public Schools on Fox 4 has announced they plan to hold class during the possible Chiefs parade. Oh, I think that's a mistake. 
From Fox 4, some school districts in the Kansas City metro already have poised uh, to use so-called red snow days. That's what they're calling it, red snow days, calling off school for the parade on Wednesday if the Kansas City Chiefs win another Super Bowl. Kansas City Public Schools, independents have already made plans, but some districts aren't following suit. Teachers in the Olathe School District got the message today that has since been shared with Fox 4. The memo said, parade or not, the plan is to have schools. Well, oh, and listen to this. According to the Olathe District calendar, that Wednesday is already a half day, followed by two days off on Thursday, Friday. Well, have, just rearrange the calendar. Amen. And give them Wednesday and Thursday off and have them come back to school on Friday. Yeah, they're all going to come, come back Friday. on, Olathe. <laughs> but it's a half day. They can still go to the parade. No. Yeah, but people are going to get down there early. Do you know how hard it is once you're down there to park, to stay, then the parade, then I know you I did it. have a couple drinks, and then uh, that that you got to fall from a tree. You I don't want to. You don't want to have to go to work or school. Well, you know, parents do have the authority and the right to say, "I'm, I'm not sending my kid to school today." We're going. Yeah, to but the, the parade. teachers have to go. I agree. Oh. No tests, no homework. Now, that I would agree with. Movie day, they're going to roll in that big Well, then cart. what's the point? That's exactly. That, then what's Dana, the point? I'm, I'm not arguing that the kids should be in school. Oh, my goodness. Get in here. Get in here. What are you doing? Could this day get any greater? Sit down right here, young Hi, honey. Hello. Okay, we're not going to say who it is. I just want you to talk. Your hair is darling. You look Thank great. You. you look Thank great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Kara Markser has returned to the program. Shalom. Okay, wait. I would like you to give your out cue, please, the way only Kara Markser can give her out cue. Oh my God. Do you realize how long it's been since I've given that out cue? It feels like I just saw you. Uh, Let's see. I'm Daria Albinger. I'm Kara Markser. News Radio 981 KMBZ. How quickly we forget. We do forget. It's been a really long time. It was Kara Markser, KMBZ News. Oh, that's right. Yes. Very simple. Been a long time, guys. Let's How are again. you doing? I'm Kara Markser, KMBZ News. Oh, Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Absolutely so sorry. brilliant. Break my heart. It's been so a while. Good. How you been? I've been good. Yeah. How, yeah. Are, how are the kids? Uh, Charlie's in first grade, oh which my is God. crazy. Shut and Andy up. is getting ready to go into kindergarten in the fall. Oh my like, gosh. They're growing up so fast. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. I, I can't believe you're here in the flesh and we're here. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be here. But we have business to get down to. Yes, we do. So, you know. Um, Sam and I will take care of the You and I are going to step out and do what we do. Um, before we do that, I, th- I do have to ask, um, how did you make Scott your assistant? Well, right. one has to have an assistant. <laughs> I mean, I totally figured it would be Sam. When one, yeah, right? <laughs> but not Scott. No, no. So, Sam sometimes Sam is so busy <laughs> That he can't get to all of the little weird things Dana needs done. Oh, that's that's fair. Right. That's fair. It's a shared duty, really. So. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about this. Uh, somebody wants to know if you're willing to sing happy birthday. Oh, my God. It's been so long. <laughs> but there, there is a birthday today that I think we all could celebrate. Okay. And that would be Ellen Shanks. <gasps> Stop oh, it. Ellen's birthday. That would be weird to sing to it Ellen, It would be though. very that creepy to sing oddly to Ellen. Yeah. Yeah. On Facebook. As Amen. much as I would love to sing to Ellen, that's just weird. Uh, some g- uh, what, some guy named Chad? Are we just going to do some guy? No, I'm picking somebody off Facebook no, who's guys, having a birthday today. Super, like, yeah. It's been a super long time. I'm not vocally prepared for this. 
A uh, guy named Brad Biles is having a birthday. Well, happy today. birthday, Brad. That's yeah, very exciting. You got make you. her do this. And we're late. The football game's not going to break down itself, Scott. We got <laughs> to get to it. Are you ready to break down the Super Bowl I the way that ready. only you and Dana Please. can do? Yes. It will air, Please. by the way, for those of you curious, it will air tomorrow at 2.15 and at 5.15. Oh, we're going to get some miles out of this. <laughs> Wait. Uh, it's so good to see you, my friend. You too. Uh, Kara Marks are back on the show. She's Dana Wright. That guy over there is Sam Stevie the Third. My name's Scott. You're on KMBZ. All right, welcome back. Man, Taylor Swift is just everywhere these days. Uh, by the way, her uh, Eras tour movie is going to Disney Plus. Uh, and then there's this story from the Associated Press. Uh, when it comes to dealing with a Florida college student who uses public data and social media to track the private jets of billionaires, politicians, and other celebrities, Taylor Swift apparently cannot shake it off. Oh, this guy is a menace to the one percenters. In late December, Swift's camp hit Jack Sweeney, a junior who is studying at the University of Central Florida, with a cease and desist letter that blamed his automated tracking of her private jet for tipping off stalkers as to her location. In the letter... Attorneys from the law firm, Venable, accuse Sweeney of effectively providing individuals intent on harming her or with nefarious or violent intentions a roadmap to carry it out. Uh, Sweeney provided the link to that letter in an email to the Associated Press. In that message, he emphasized that while he has never intended to cause her harm, he also believes in the also believes strongly in the importance of transparency and in public information. What does the what does this have to do with transparency and public information? She's she's a private citizen, public figure, but private citizen. Yeah. Who is just trying to get from point A to point B. Well, something tells me that she probably doesn't just hop on a random jet. It's probably the same jet. Uh, so really anybody could figure out where she is on a simple app called FlightAware. So I don't really know what he's doing wrong other than posting it on Twitter, well, but, 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 a.k.a. X. Yeah, I mean, if you want, if you are curious and you want to follow her for some reason, weirdo, that's fine. But he's he's publicizing or publishing the information about where she is, where she's going to be landing. You think it's like doxing? What's that? In a sense? I don't doxing know is. is when they uh, publish all of the personal information of public figures, congressmen, anything like that uh, with the huh. intent of ousting where they live in case somebody of nefarious means wants to do something i don't know I, I i here's what here's what i think i think he's a weirdo well he did this to elon musk for months yeah, and months and months i remember and elon was like i i mean what's it gonna do me bad you know yeah I'll let him do it um it's funny though you, you you're talking about public information and stuff and um have you ever googled yourself i have i, I googled myself the other day just to see narcissist no I was just, <laughs> no, not at all right after i said that i've done it <laughs> um no i googled myself the other day and then i was going through the the list of of you know they had my salary listed which is totally inaccurate by the way um i i, I was amazed at what they got right and what they got wrong like here's here's one that i thought about under scott parks's wife and children <laughs> Parks is married. I'm not laughing. Parks is married. No, he's not. Uh, and has two daughters and a son. But due to his very secretive nature, not much is known about his wife and children. At, 
what point have I not talked about the kids, my personal life? But, but on three or four occasions in this rundown, they mentioned that he's very secretive, very private. Now, these are things that are written what? about you by somebody yes. else? Yeah, I don't know who wrote this. Huh. Um, uh, we have a bit of breaking news. Oh, what's going on, bro? Another city, uh, this one again in Jackson County, is throwing their hat into the ring for the new Royals Stadium. Oh. Uh, Independent City Manager Zach Walker said that they might propose the Independent Center location to the team. Uh, you have a mall there, dude. Uh, part, of, uh, part of this is because the people who own the mall have the building up for sale. It's important to point out that the Royals have never considered <laughs> independence. <laughs> Instead, looking further west in Jackson County and previously in Clay County. Well, you know, Dana and I were driving downtown today because we were over at Channel 19. And, you know, the, the preferred spot, of course, is the old Kansas City printing building. Yeah. Gigantic green glass building just south of Truman Road downtown. Literally right across the street from T-Mobile Center. Right. I, I, I'm not a – listen, I'm, I'm sure downtown ballparks do great. I, I was just – as we were driving through there earlier today on our way back from uh, being on – Channel 19, I was, we drove right in front of the Star Printing Building. And I just looking around, I'm like, how in the hell are they going to get to downtown baseball stadium? Well, this here? is what I've been saying since the very beginning. Yes, it would be awesome. And yes, they can yeah. probably figure out the infrastructure and the parking and all that. They're going to have to redo every single highway ramp. Oh, yeah. In that area, well, because they're currently all one-lane ramps. And I'm not I'm not a naysayer. You know, I was always in favor of, but well, the only thing I wasn't in favor of was the airport, and I was wrong. Eh, I might have been a little bit opposed to, no, I wasn't opposed to the trolley car. I was opposed to the new airport, because I thought the the, the older airport was just fine. Don't break it, but it, it broke, and, and I was wrong about the new airport. And I'm not poo-pooing the idea of a downtown ballpark. It could be fascinating. I just don't know. Like, what do you do if there's a concert at T-Mobile Center on the same night as a game? They wouldn't be able to do that. And I've been at concerts at the T-Mobile Center that it took me two and a half hours to get out. Yeah. The concert lasted longer than it took me to I, get out of the I mean, parking this garage. This ballpark would be right across the street from the T-Mobile. We got to run. Have a great night. The bonus hour is next. Tomorrow, Kara Markser and Dana Wright break down the Super Bowl in a way only they can. Sam Stevie the third. Don't make money? No, don't make money. Sam Steve III is our producer, greatest man in these United States. My good friend and co-host, Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks, and God willing. We're back tomorrow, 2 o'clock. Have a great night. Be safe. Be well. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.